It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ready for some great news during the holidays? Just last week, interest rates fell lower than they've been in months. <gasps> this could be your chance to finally pay off all of your high interest rate credit cards and lower your monthly payments by 500 600 700 even $800 a month. But how much can you save? It's free to find out right now at SaveWithConrad.com. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And you even get to skip your next two house payments at SaveWithConrad.com. Words are about to be spoken on the extreme life of Matt Hardy, presented to you by the Ad Free Shows and Podcast Heat Networks. I'm John Albert. That is the broken one, woken one, spoken one himself, Mr. Matt Hardy. And we are coming to you in living color on this beautiful December day. Matt Hardy, the extreme life is back after last week. We aired our live show from WrestleCade. Good to be chatting with you. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I am here hanging out in Oklahoma City. Uh, got a big live episode of Dynamite tonight, and we're doing some Rampage, so it's a, a big night of AEW in Oklahoma City. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. It's been a, a nice little reprieve for you. I know the past couple of weeks you got to spend some time with Team Boy as Mama was out in California doing the gothic baby gimmick. You guys enjoy your time together? Oh, my God, yeah. We had a blast. I mean, it's just, just so much fun. Three young boys. It just takes me back to my childhood with Jeff, and it's just so enjoyable. It's so much fun with those guys. Well, we are happy you got that time. We're happy to have all of our friends here on ad-free shows watching live. If you're a top guy, you're going to get at access. Of course, we got Coach Rosie in here. From Good morning, Coach. Good morning from Coach Rosie's seventh hour holiday party, okay? And we got uh, Kelly here. And uh, Kelly's hanging out with us. We got Josh Fields saying good afternoon, John and Matt. Hope, yeah, well. Hope you and your families have a very Merry Christmas. Josh Fields was very excited, Matt, that he was part, not once, but twice of your Fan Friday this past weekend. I know, that's, yeah. That's one of my favorite things that you do, man. How do you store all those pictures over the years? 
Uh, I mean, I, I, I really, I really get them kind of as they come. And then after I post them, I end up deleting them. So I, I like keep my phone clean. I have to delete, delete, delete my phone because obviously it has a million photos on it. If I kept everything. I was going to say, okay. So, so once you post them, then you have record of them and you can always yes. go back to them. Sure. I see. Okay. Using that internet archive. Let's see how much longer Zeter is up. Who, who's to say, man, <laughs> <laughs> who's to say, um, Hey, the past few weeks, we've been promoting a contest. We love doing contest giveaways, courtesy of Box of Gimmicks. Uh, still time, guys, just a few more days before the holidays. If you want, you check out that Box of Gimmicks QR code right there. Or go to boxgimmicks.com. You get your Extreme Life of Matt Hardy merchandise. But we're giving away some merchandise because we asked you if you were a top five Spotify rap listener of the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy or if it was in your top five Apple podcast or wherever you listen. If you sent us proof of it, you were going to be entered to win and Extreme Life of Matt Hardy giveaway. And Matt, we have a winner handpicked by yourself. Please tell us who is the lucky recipient of our contest. Um, the winner is an amazing fan of myself and Jeff and also of the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. It is the Hardy Army BC8, and I'm very happy you are the winner. We selected you, and thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Yes, they said the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy was their number one podcast of 2023. They showed the picture proving it. So we always look out for our top fans there. If you weren't a top fan, that's totally okay. We appreciate you uh, spending your time with us in 2023. I can't believe we're near the end. So here's how you're going to be able to claim your prize. DM me on Twitter or on Instagram at John Alba at John, John underscore Alba on Instagram. And let me know and then we'll coordinate and we'll make sure that you have your free gift sent to us but we are so grateful for all these fans matt we're in episode 103 right now just wild that people dedicate and spend their time listening to us just talk about life and the wrestling world it doesn't it blow your mind man uh it's great i mean it's extremely humbling seem uh extremely flattering and yes it does it does blow my mind uh, but but it, it makes me have so much love and appreciation for these people. I'm so grateful they they tune in each and every week and it's become part of their ritual. I'm a big creature of ritual. And just thank you guys for doing it. We greatly appreciate you supporting our passion. We really do. Really would love to get more live shows on the docket next year too. So yeah. be on the lookout. Last week you saw our WrestleCade show. Man, watching it back, it really was such a fun time. And there's just something so special about Hardy Country down there, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, it was it was great, man. It was such such a fun time, such a great discussion. Uh, it was great seeing everyone uh, revisiting the broken Matt Hardy area, uh, the broken Matt Hardy era, and uh, becoming broken. It was just such a fun time. You never know when the extreme life could be coming to you. Sometimes we find out on a couple weeks' notice that it's coming to your neck of the woods. So. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> we'd love to make that happen. Hey, if you want to see the extreme life in your neck of the woods, let us know. Shoot us a message. We'll try to make something happen uh, matt we have a fun episode ahead this week really excited last year we did it for 2022 this week we are doing it for 2023 it is the hardy awards where you are going to go down some of your best of 2023 throughout the wrestling world and across all these different countries it's countries and territories i should say uh really going to be uh fun to go through I, I want to ask you though i know there's been a lot of buzz about this do you plan on seeing at some point the Iron Claw movie? I don't know how much the Von Erichs were on your radar growing up, but everyone I've talked to who has seen it said it's unbelievable. Does that interest you at all? I am interested in seeing the, the Iron Claw. Uh, I saw some 
world class when I was growing up. We got it on a very weird antenna uh, antenna TV channel that was like fuzzy and half ass black and white. Uh, but I did get to see some of it, so I, I am interested. In it. And, and the reviews seem to be really good. They, uh, it's getting it's critically acclaimed as of right now. It seems like. Yeah, I mean a lot of great Von Erich and obviously the fabulous Freebird stuff as well. Do you remember seeing the Freebirds feuding with them and Michael and all that big blood stuff they used to do? That that's one of my I mean, that's one of the reasons I feel like after it happened, getting to know Michael Hayes so well and hearing some of the stories uh about the Freebirds and the Von Erics, that, that made me even more interested in it. So yes, I, I definitely want to check out that movie as soon as I can. Good stuff on that front. I, I wanted to bring this to your attention real quick, too, before we start. I don't know if you saw this. Mike Rotunda, father of your fallen friend Bray, of course, uh, he said in an interview this week that WWE put Bray Wyatt's merchandise on a Legends deal. So anytime that someone purchases a Bray Wyatt shirt or merchandise from WWE's shop, uh, his family gets a cut of that and they're helping, you know, try to build money for their family. That's going to perpetually go to them. And I just thought that was a really classy move by WWE. And I wanted to mention it because if you have that extra holiday spending money, I think that's a great way to spend money for a good cause. Any thoughts on any of that? I think it's great. And uh, kudos to WWE for doing that and uh, showing a lot of love for someone who was a, a great loss in the wrestling community. Unbelievable to think that this year we lost the likes of Jay Briscoe, we lost Bray, we lost Terry Funk. Uh, right. Just, man, the appreciation you always talk about, you know, taking the picture, giving people their flowers. I feel like this year really cemented that, didn't it? it yeah, I mean, it really did, especially with the, the young deaths of Jay Briscoe and, and Bray Wyatt. They were both too young to go, and they're guys who should be alive. They still should be thriving in this great industry of pro wrestling and it's just heartbreaking. They're not. Yeah, absolutely is. Uh, really the ring of honor show that we saw the other day, I thought paid wonderful tribute to Jay with that just epic uh -huh. six man tag match and hearing some of Mark Briscoe's thoughts afterwards. Did you get a chance to hear any of his comments or see what he had to say? I haven't seen them all yet. No. Yeah. He, he talked a lot about just how therapeutic having that match was to dedicate to Jay and, I mean, look, FTR and Briscoes, we talked about it last year on our awards ceremony. Mm -hmm. They they had one of the greatest matches, tag team matches of all time with that strap match and that trilogy. It's going to uh -huh. go down in history, the, the the trilogy of matches between them. And they really were some of their best opponents. And, and you got to take some solace, right, that if Jay was going out, he had that amazing legacy to look back on and just leave the ultimate stamp that you can't top that stuff. No, you can't. Just, you really um, can't. Yeah, it's really, just, really great. It, it, it's, it's just heartbreaking that the Briscoes aren't together, that they aren't doing their thing at the highest level possible, which is what they should be doing right now. It's just, it's just, it's heartbreaking. That's the only yeah. way I can describe it. What have you thought about Mark and his singles run that he's had? I know he got a chance in the Continental Classic, didn't make it out of the opening stages of it, but we're starting to see this kind of new face of Mark, if you will. I mean, Mark's an extremely talented guy, and you know he was often the comedy part of the Briscoes. Uh, but I think it's it's very clear that he can wrestle and hold his own in the ring as a singles competitor. So yeah, I, uh, I I like what he's done, and I have great respect for Mark as a singles competitor. Is he legitimately one of the funnier guys you've met in wrestling? He's very funny. I mean, he's yeah. he, he he's very naturally funny. He's got such a great personality. He's 
so optimistic, which I have a great respect for, as you can imagine. Uh, and I just, I think he's a great guy all the way around. Certainly. He's got lots of kids. I got lots of love for that too. <laughs> that he certainly does. <sighs> okay, Matt. Well, we are going to get into this awards in uh, just a second here, but you know, before we can get down to the orders of business on the extreme life of Matt Hardy, I have to ask you, please hit us with that Matt fact. Matt fact. Matt regularly does cold plunges now. Yeah, let's talk about this. I know you you were just shit with me on this recently. You're really all about this cold plunge thing, and it seems to be having quite the effect on you. Uh, it does. I mean, it makes me feel great. I, I love doing it in the morning. It it, it really does shock your body. Uh, it releases some chemicals that your body doesn't typically release whenever you do it. And I have, I'm down, I'm down about five pounds now just from, you know, doing this and trying to clean up my diet a little more, whatever. I've been a lot more, you know, cognizant of everything I'm eating and the portions I'm eating and stuff. So yeah, I've got a good little system going on now and I'm trying to keep it going. How cold are we talking here? Uh, well, it depends. A, a, lot, a lot of times I'll wake up in the morning now and it's when I'm going out there like 38 to 42, 43 degrees outside air temperature. Um, I would almost guess the water is a little cooler than that, just depending on how cool it was the night before. Uh, it could be a little warmer. I guess that just depends. But it's somewhere in that area is what I would guess. So I'm saying like, you know, typically like a, a 40 degree cold water, you know, and I'll dive in and I'll sit in there with it up to my neck for three minutes and then, you know, get underneath for 10 seconds and swim out. Yeah, they talk about ice baths a lot. I mean, that's, that's the, yeah. I mean, that's the, uh, you know, that's, that's the idea. That's the idea behind it. It's yeah. the, the same concept. Yeah. Interesting. That seems like some Chris Van Vliet shit. I got to ask him about that. <laughs> and also too, I can tell my, my back has been significantly better. Like really? I'm a lot less bothered since I've been doing it too. Yeah. I should take I, you up I, on I, that. I, dude, I told you I took a bump this weekend. I landed on the apron and my back has been shot. I don't know how you guys do this routinely. It blows my mind that you can just throw your body back there and everything's gravy. Uh, it, uh, it, it, it often blows my mind that I can still do it after 32 <laughs> years of damage to my body that I can still do it and still recover somehow. But, you know, I'm, I'm hanging in there doing what I can. Hardys will be in wheelchairs before they are 26 years old. There you have <laughs> I saw you posted video of your first win in WWF the other day. That was kind of cool to see. Yeah, which that was over 25 years ago, which is, is wild, right? Yeah. In September of 1998. That shotgun Saturday night was that? Uh, Sunday night heat. Sunday night heat. Okay. Sunday night heat versus Kanta. Man, long time ago. You could see that emotion was very genuine and it looked very real. So, uh, cool yeah. stuff there. Rosie says cold lunges work, burns the brown fat and helps with inflammation. He, sorry, he said plunges. He meant to say. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He says it burns the brown fat and helps with inflammation. No, I, I, I mean it, it. It does for me. I mean, I've been doing. You know, I haven't done them every day, but I've done them pretty consistently for two weeks. I did it for like uh, nine days straight right from the jump. Uh, but it does. I mean, my, my body feels good. And and it's crazy because your body feels so insane afterwards. Like you can't get cold. It feels like you have 
frostbite on your toes and, 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 and even your legs and your hamstring. It's just, it's wild. But then like, you know, I, I'm trying to experiment what works best for me as far as reaction goes. following up. Is it doing the cold plunge and then coming in and like getting warm by the fire? Is it doing the cold plunge or sitting in the hot tub directly thereafter and like mixing up cold and heat? So I'm just uh, once again, experimenting and seeing what works best for me. Well, I'm glad to see it's working some capacity and it's got you reared and ready to do this award show here. These are the Hardy's Awards 2023, and it is time to dig on into it, my friend. Uh, in, in a general assessment, what was your thoughts about pro wrestling in 2023? I thought it was good. Uh, the industry is thriving. You've got WWE doing great. You've got AEW doing great. The the industry as a whole is very healthy right now, and the business is in, in a good place. And uh, it gave some of the most incredible in ring contests, is the most the in some of the greatest in ring matches uh, in a long, long time this year. So you would say that AEW is good for the industry. I just want to put you on the record on that because apparently yes. there a are some dissenters. AEW is good for the industry. Yes. Okay. There are some dissenters to that, by the way. <laughs> uh, I really got to stop checking my Twitter mentions, Matt Hardy. That's, that's all I got to say. Um, okay, so I agree with you. I think this was a great year for the industry overall. Um, I, I thought last year was an amazing in-ring year. This year we saw some fantastic in-ring matches, and we'll get to our match of the year in a little bit. But... One that I wanted to start with with you, because 2023 was a year where we saw a lot of people grab that proverbial brass ring, and that is the breakout star of 2023 in wrestling. When I say that to you, who are some names that come to mind? When we talk about the breakout star of wrestling? Yeah. I think Swerve. I think Swerve really had a breakout year. I think L.A. Knight obviously had a breakout year. And someone else that I think really had amazing growth in 2023 was Dominic Mysterio. Those are those are probably the top three that pop into my mind. Okay. How about you? Okay, let's let's break those down a little bit. What, what about that growth with Dom? He just re-signed a WWE contract, we heard. So did Ray. So they're going to be sticking around for a little while longer. What do you like about Dom? I mean, Dom still had a pretty big shadow to crawl out of when you talk about him being Rey Mysterio's son. I mean, Rey, Rey Mysterio, in, in my opinion, and I feel like a lot of other people would say this, the greatest luchador of all time, you know, just done so many amazing things. He's had such great longevity, such great consistency. So Dom, obviously, that's a hard shadow to, to crawl out from underneath. But him turning heel, uh, he's done great. And he he's really picked up things so, so quickly. He's just uh, He's a prodigy in the way he's handling mm -hmm. things, doing things, and this thing he's doing with Rhea Ripley now helped move him to another level. And he really has became a player over the course of this year. When you say Dominic Mysterio, that is someone that is like a legitimate name that has legitimate equity to his name. Yeah, came a long way from how he was introduced as just Ray's son with no character or personality. Man, I think you could throw like all of the Judgment Day in that category. They are. They are the heartbeat of Monday Night Raw. Every story runs through them in some capacity, which I think is really impressive. I mean, Damian Priest, as Coach Rosie just said, that's his pick. He's someone who has really stepped up his yeah. game. Did you yeah. ever work with Priest in on, on the Indies or Ring of Honor in 2017 when he was Punishment Martinez? 
I, I no, no, I haven't worked with him ever yeah. before. I mean, I've, I've known him, I've met him, and I like him. We've had yeah. very friendly, yeah. cordial interactions, but yeah, no, I've never worked with him. Monster Factory guy, he he does yeah. great work. Uh, Damian Priest, really big fan of his. Uh, you mentioned LA Knight. What do you think about the year LA Knight's had? I mean, I, I, I know we've had this discussion before. I thought when he was doing Eli Drake, I thought he had a ton of potential. When we were doing TNA stuff together, I was a big advocate for him. Uh, and, and the fact that Vince kind of like, tried to put him in a box just as a manager. He didn't want him as a wrestler or whatever for him to break out like he did, he did this year and became one of the most popular guys where he was constantly one of the biggest cheered acts. Every time he would come out, he was one of the biggest merchandise movers. I mean, that I, I love that for him. And I think that speaks volumes, especially since he's an older guy, which people, a lot of people probably would have given up on him, especially after the way Vince looked at him, mm -hmm. but they still gave him an opportunity and he went out there and he busted his ass and got himself over. So, so props to LA Knight. Another one I'd probably throw in there, Timeless Tony Storm. I think she's really done an unbelievable job this year in reinventing herself and becoming I mean she, that's one of the more unique characters in all of AEW, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's in a lot of ways it's very reminiscent of me becoming broken Matt Hardy because it's so different, it's so kind of off the the normal path, you know, whenever you do a reinvention like that. And and I love it. I I love what Tony's doing. And I think, yes, she she does stand out as a as a breakout star. She's a big uh Hardy fan, right? Yeah, I think she grew up being a big Hardy fan, yeah. Yeah, she. I remember you saying she mentioned something about that too one time. And then the other one you mentioned was Swerve. Uh, yeah. Swerve undoubtedly has elevated himself significantly on the card this year. What yeah. has stood out to you about how he's presented himself and climbed the ranks in AEW? Uh, he, he, he's just been such a solid, consistent, believable act. Like his consistency has been key, I think, in many, many ways. And this thing that he just recently did now – with the hangman Adam Page, where he did the whole home invasion and it got personal and had this series of match, and especially the the Texas death match that they had that was super violent, was super talked about. It was controversial in many ways, but that made that match uh, elevated Swerve from here to here, without a doubt. Yeah, no questions asked about that. Uh, lots of great opportunities for people to break out in 2023. But only one person can claim the 2023 Hardy Award. So, Matt Hardy, without further ado, who is your breakout star of 2023? I'm uh, because it, I'm, I'm so split on this. I, I'm going to go with someone from WWE and AEW. Okay. I think, I think from WWE, LA Knight, and I think from AEW, Swerve. Two very different guys, Matt. Mm -hmm. And so why is it so hard for you to pick between one? Just because I am so, so I, I would have said Swerve. Swerve was my original answer. I, when we talked about this last night, I said that's Swerve is the first person that pops in my mind. That's what naturally comes to my mind. When we think about who had the biggest breakout year. And then you named a couple other people. But when you said LA Knight, I said, you have to look at where LA Knight was under the Vince McMahon regime and how Vince viewed him. And you have to look at what he did this year how over he got, how big of a deal he was in WWE. And, dude, I, I have to applaud that because yeah. that's, that's what pro wrestling is all about at the end of the day. I will go with L.A. Knight, but here's my caveat. Here's my caveat. L.A. Knight, I feel like, will have a much shorter window at the top, just uh, his age and given yeah. circumstances. Yeah, without a doubt, John. I think that Swerve, as we go into January and February – He's going to become like the guy in AEW. I really do believe that. And I wouldn't be surprised if by March we're talking about world champion Swerve. And 
that's yeah. something that he can build on and sustain for years to come. Swerve can be someone AEW builds itself around. We always talked about the pillars, right? I think yeah. he's got a chance to surpass pretty much most of those pillars and earn himself a top spot for the next decade in AEW if he wants to. So he's done an amazing job positioning himself, but I think he's like this close to really getting over that hump. Agreed. And, and 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 I also think when when you talk about that, I think Dom really showed that he's going to be a player in pro wrestling for a long, long time to come. Too. I mean, he, he's he's really special. It's it's so funny. Like I saw they had just announced this house show coming up after Christmas. You know, Dom versus Punk, and like people are hyped for that match. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things. Dom's like in a position now, being a heel, where you know he can lose and it's still okay, he's still going to retain his heat because he has such a great character. Yeah. In Rhea. Punk Punk said that he's been waiting. Since Dom was eight years old to punch him in the face, which I thought that's that's all you need for a good feud. Right I, there. I did see that, and then I saw. Did you see Dom's response? To I it did. Too? I did. He, he, he said, "You punch me like this." He showed the GIF of Punk falling, doing the buckshot lariat, and I said, "Man, that's good shit. That's good <laughs> shit. You just got to lean into the bit there." I thought that was great. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I, I I don't fault you for having a hard time picking them, but I think I'd probably go with LA Knight just over a slim margin. But it swerve, I think next year is like that's his year, and he's gonna yeah, be. And, and, and also, John, I think LA Knight is an anomaly because you know we know he doesn't have a ton of time left in front of him. Whatever doing what he's doing, I just think it's what he's done this year has been so special, and it was groundbreaking. So yeah, for sure. Props to LA Knight. Good job, man. Good to all of them, man. I, I mean, look, there's so many. You could say that Sami Zayn had a breakout year coming out of what he did at the beginning of the year. You could say that MJF had a breakout year as a babyface. Yes. You could say your pal CLP at 50 years old had a breakout year as a heel. I mean, there's there's so many different barometers. Coach Rosie says next year, Brother Zay. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Brother Brother Zay's ready, man. He's ready. We just got to yeah. we got to get that rocket on. What makes him ready? Uh, because he he gets it. I think he gets he 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 can go out and have a great match. He's athletic. He understands how to sell. He understands moments a lot more. He understands character work and like how to tell a story, not only in the ring in the context of a match, but also as a performer and as a character. And that's being able to like tie all those elements together is what gets someone ready for you know for for the main stage of pro wrestling. All right, Matt. We are going to go to the news story of the year in pro wrestling. Very, very newsworthy year, just like last year was as well. The past few years, truth be told, have all been extremely newsworthy. We've had some triumphs. We've had some tragedy. We mentioned a few of the passings that we had this year. Uh, we've had some industry-changing maneuvers. We've seen surprise returns. We've seen firings. What was the biggest news story of the year for Matt Hardy and pro wrestling? I mean, well, there, there was certainly a bunch. I mean, what comes to mind? I mean, the first things that stand out to me, like, is going to be Bray Wyatt passing, which was a huge thing. You were the one that informed me of, you know, whenever you called, you told me that's the first I'd heard of it. And it was blew me away. Uh, Jay Briscoe, I'd got a text as I landed on a plane from the Bucks, and they had smartened me up about that as I was traveling on TV. That was majorly shocking. I mean, Edge showing up, you know, everybody from No Mercy 1999 under the same roof, roof in AEW right now. Um, and then the thing that is, very big is uh, the, the the Endeavor merger with WWE, the TKO deal, and uh, and also Vince McMahon finally not being the guy sitting on top of the WWE mount anymore. Yeah, lots of potential nominees there. What uh, what what's picking up your number one news story of the year, Matt? I don't know. Do you do you have any more on on your end, John? That you um, think so? I think 
I think all the ones you just said are significant, needless to say. Um, I think AEW doing the show that it did in Wembley is a massive news story. And that's a, that is, that was a huge accomplishment. Yes. For the industry as a whole. Mm -hmm. Uh, Impact rebranding is TNA, you know, just like not, not the biggest story in the world, but certainly something that is newsworthy without a doubt. Uh, The announcement of Sting's final match coming up is, is a big news story. Man. I mean, Cody losing at WrestleMania is a big news story because of the trickle down effect that it had on the rest of the card. There's, there's a lot to bite your teeth into man, but. So it's funny. The Cody Roman thing almost feels like it was over a year ago, right? It feels like it was five years ago. It does. It it seems like it was forever. We truly were in the third inning when it happened. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask. What is the number one news story of 2023, according to Matt Hardy? In my humble opinion, without a doubt, it is the Endeavor Endeavor taking over WWE, TKO merger, and Vince McMahon being away. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy? Last year, we said the biggest story was... Vince having to step away from creative. Then he came back in the beginning of January. Hostile takeover of the company, only for them to then sell. They merge. And then all of a sudden, you know, next thing, Vince is out of the position of creative again. Paul of X back in the position of chief content officer. One of the wildest turn of events ever. I mean, that that may have been the best storyline on WWE program. (laughs) Well, hell. Speaking of well hell, by the way, you got Bobby in there. Says well hell, Matt Hardy. John <laughs> well hell, Bobby. He says, I guess Matt won't be in Oklahoma City tonight. Boo. He said, Matt, you're you're right there in Oklahoma City right now. I'm in Oklahoma City. This is an Oklahoma City hotel room, dudes. If I know my hotel rooms well enough, that looks like that is some sort of a Marriott. Am I am I correct in that? Uh, it's a Sheraton. Sher- okay, so owned by Marriott, right? Yeah, owned by Marriott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know my Marriott Bonvoy. That's, yeah, that's there you go. yeah, yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. When 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 you've got the good internet, I know we're in a good spot. So that's right. <laughs> now, man. I mean, you're not to dehumanize any of the losses that we had this year. That certainly uh, those resonate, but it is undoubtedly the Endeavor acquisition. Yeah. You, you got to uh, mention yeah. all the CM Punk stuff too, right? Like you, you have to CM Punk getting yeah. fired by AW and then hired by WWE. That's right up there is a massive news story. Uh, yeah, but it is. The industry radically changes with this WWE Endeavor acquisition. And we live in a world now where Vince McMahon is no longer the majority owner of WWE. I mean, that's that's a big deal, man, because, you know, Vince McMahon is going to go down as right now as the greatest promoter ever. And the guy who brought professional wrestling, you know, into sports entertainment and made it a mainstream pop culture thing. And now Vince is no longer in charge. And I mean, and that that's evolution too. You know, times change, uh, people evolve, and, and 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 new people eventually have to take the, uh, you know, ha- have to take the wheel and and drive on. And and we're going through that change right now in WWE, the the biggest wrestling company ever to to exist in modern time. Yeah, I mean, Stephanie ended up, you know, resigning at the beginning of the year, and that that was massive. Just and this all came down WrestleMania weekend. Don't forget. I mean, that was a great part of this. That was a great part of the storyline. Whoever booked all that. I mean, it was just oh, so, yeah. Swerve, so bro. Yeah. 
Hey, Bobby says he's wearing his Extreme Life t-shirt tonight at Dynamite. So make sure you okay. be on the lookout for him there. Thanks, Bobby, for supporting Thanks. us as you always have. It's very much appreciated. I, I, I did want to mention, by the way, should say uh, just an honorable mention for Breakout Star, even though we talked very highly of him last year. Uh, even more so this year, Logan Paul is someone that has to be in that conversation too. Yeah, very true. Very We'd true. Be very much remiss if we did not mention him. Okay, that is the biggest news story of the year. I totally agree with you, my friend. Uh, let's keep going here. We got the extreme moment of the year. What was the biggest moment of the year in pro wrestling? Pro wrestling, Matt. We've we've talked about. It. You're a big preacher of it. It's creating those special moments, and there really were so many of them in wrestling in 2023. What are some that come to mind for you? I mean, the first things that that come to mind is the once again the the ticket sales that AEW were were able to achieve in the first time ever in Wembley in the UK. That was just unprecedented and crazy and amazing and fantastic. Um, Edge showing up at AEW. Uh, Punk being fired, uh, Punk showing up at Survivor Series at the very end of the show. Uh, there's there were a bunch of a bunch of big moments, man. How about you, John? What do you have? Well, <laughs> you know, Rosie's got this right. Cody losing is <laughs> going to be up there. <laughs> um, the night before, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens having their reunion and winning the championship in a legitimate five star match in the main event of WrestleMania, mm -hmm. and ending the Usos run was really it was that was amazing uh no doubt about that um let's see moments uh, punk's return was the biggest surprise in wrestling history there's never been a surprise executed like that ever before in terms of uh, an appearance obviously like hogan turning was a huge surprise but you know everyone knew that hogan was in the company Punk right. showing up that, that blew everyone away from all companies no one knew that that was coming right uh, including within WWE. So that has to be up there. Adam Copeland, just the idea that Edge left WWE and showed up in another company is just wild to comprehend. Um, let's see. What other ones come to mind for me? Definitely Wembley is up there. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I think... Those are probably the top tier moments, I would say. Yeah. When I look back at 2023. Those are top of my mind. Those were yeah. I, I mean, I think when you're talking about a moment, you shouldn't have to think about it, right? Like it should instantly right. Right, 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 right. come to your head because that's what makes it ultimately very memorable at the end it's of the day. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and, and the, the most amazing thing about these moments is that we – create them so that they have this resonating effect with people and they make us all feel something. Oh, Sami Zayn turning on the bloodline at the Royal Rumble was as one of the loudest pops you're ever going to hear. That was yeah. absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah, uh, That is definitely up there too. And just that whole Sami Zayn run was really amazing. Mm -hmm. So what's your number one extreme moment? 2023. Much like the <clears throat> TKO merger with Endeavor taking over WWE, I felt that was head and shoulders above everything else. I think head and shoulders above everything else when it comes to the extreme moment of 2023 is the CM Punk return to WWE at the end of Survivor Series. Because as you said, that is a surprise that no one knew was going down. Uh, there had been so much speculation 
that it may happen. It may not happen. It's never going to happen, uh, whatever. And then it does happen. And it's legitimately surprised people. And, and when you legitimately surprise people and shock people and you leave them with their mouths open, like that CM Punk moment did, and especially people never thought Punk would be back at WWE, you know, but it happened. So uh, kudos to Triple H for pulling that off because that was one hell of an extreme moment. And in my opinion, that was the biggest moment of 2023. Yeah. I think if that didn't happen, Adam Copeland going to AW probably would be my number one, uh, just because that really wasn't, oh my God, this guy made the jump and is trying this major, major, major shift in his career so late in his career. Um, mm -hmm. I'll ask you straight up, I guess, what has been Adam's impact so far within the company? What are some things that he's doing that we're not seeing on television? Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, he's very actively helping younger guys backstage. I see that. Uh, I remember when we came back from a match with Top Flight and uh, uh, Andrade, Action Andrade. He actually said, oh, yeah, I, I like this. I like that. Here, I'll give you my number. And if you have any questions or stay in touch with me, whatever. And I, I see he's very hands-on when it comes to doing that. So yeah. kudos, to him, kudos to him for doing that. And I, I think him and Christian are uh, producing some of the greatest content ever on AWTV, too. I don't disagree with that. And I'm going to talk a little more about Christian Cage in a few minutes here. But, uh, you know, you get a chance to – you get a chance to be in attendance for these amazing moments. I mean, can you imagine what it must have been like if you're a Chicago wrestling fan and you're at Survivor Series and you get that moment with CM Punk, like what that must be like as a fan creating that emotion, especially coming off the backs of earlier in the show, Randy Orton, another legend in his own right, made his return. That's got to be an amazing feeling as a fan, right? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 they, they created and very strategically crafted a very special, indelible moment in memory for wrestling fans. And you just got to be there. You got to see these moments up close and in person. We want to help you see those moments in person by heading over to our friends at Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you want to purchase tickets to the next big event in your life, Matt Hardy, whether it's sports, a concert, a comedy show, a theater show, pro wrestling, whatever it may be, you don't want to be sweating, especially as the holidays are around. And when it comes to killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Matt, you and I, we are both procrastinators. Have you even done your holiday shopping yet? I have, actually. Uh, really? Okay, I'm impressed by that. I have. I'm, what, what, what got you off your ass to do that? Uh, I, I just tried to, I tried to be, I tried to motivate myself a little to like okay. to try to be a little more timely, to be a little more punctual when it comes to stuff. And, uh, it's terrible because the biggest gift that I got my wife actually is coming today while I'm away, of course. Oh no. You know, so, uh, I've just, I've warned her just to stay away from the mail house and, and don't go <laughs> she doesn't see it. 
Well, here's the beauty, Matt Hardy, of game time. You don't got to worry about tickets arriving while you're not home or anything. They exactly. arrive right to your fingertips as you order them. You could wait until the very last second before your event. You just download the game time app and you enter in that promo code Hardy. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase and those tickets are going to come right to your fingers. You can see the view from your seat before you buy them so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. The all-in prices tab, it shows your total up front. So you're going to get a great deal before you check out by seeing all of those extra fees and taxes. Nothing annoys me more. Nothing annoys big money John more, <laughs> Matt Hardy, than getting screwed over by those extra fees. Isn't that the worst? It is the absolute worst, John. Big money, John. <laughs> well, it's more a little money, John. <laughs> but that's okay. You can find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, wrestling, and so much more. And with zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for big time savings this holiday. And the game time guarantee means you're always going to get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section row for less game time, we'll credit you one. 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Hardy for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Hardy, H A R D Y, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, Garen Dam Teed. Damn. Hmm. Damn. I was watching a clip of the Nation of Domination today. I uh -huh. saw Ron Simmons just in his peak. What a freaking hoss he was, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, Ron, yeah. Sim Ron Simmons was part of a very famous tag team, the APA, the Acolytes. And I want to know, Matt Hardy, your best tag team of 2023. Lots of great mm -hmm. tag teams out there. There were some makeshift tag teams this year that became big-time stars, like MJF and Adam Cole, the mm -hmm. Ring of Honor tag team champions. Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Cody yeah. Rhodes and Jay Uso became a tag team. By the way, Jay Uso is someone you could put in your breakout star of the year, too. True. That's very true. Yeah. So many people. Yeah. Jay yeah. kind of started to break out a little bit last year, but this year was yeah. a real big one for him as well. Yeah. And he got tag team gold with Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of established tag teams you could look at as well. FTR, mm -hmm. the Bucks of Youth. Mm -hmm. So many options, Matt Hardy. So who comes to mind for you as some potential nominees for tag team of the year? Uh, I, I do think Judgment Day is having a, an extremely special run. I, I think they are uh, a very crucial part of Raw, as you'd said before, and, and they're clicking on all cylinders. I really love, I love the difference between all the the, the team members, but then they really gel together well. So I, I think they are a great act, and I love them as uh, as being the tag team champions currently. Um, FTR, uh, they, they had a really, really special year with a lot of great matches, special matches. Uh, and the Bucks as well. The Bucks, one of my favorite tag teams. Uh, that they, they are always very consistent. You know, when they're going out there, you're going to see something special. You're going to be entertained, and there's going to be a lot of athleticism in the match. So yeah, it has. It's been a good match for for tag team matches. Also, too, uh, let me put in uh, the the Bullet Club Gold. Bullet Club Gold, uh, for sure. Yeah, I'll put those guys in because I, I I was a huge fan of the match they had with FTR, that being Jay White, uh, Jay White and partner, and then also the Guns. I think the Guns are doing really mm, good. The Guns, the acclaimed. Uh, you got Aussie Open had a great year too, and now Kyle Fletcher's kind of trying to break out on his own as a singles yeah. guy. Lots yeah. of great tag teams out there. So, who's your number one tag team of twenty twenty three? 
the, the tag team that uh, comes to mind immediately when you say who was the greatest tag team, who had the greatest matches, who had the greatest run, for me this year, it is FTR. FTR. Okay. The top guys. What yeah. makes the top guys the top tag team of the year? I, I just think they had the most consistent run. Uh, they had the most solid matches. Uh, they were in good stories. They were in pretty compelling stuff when it comes to that. And, you know, they obviously there was a couple of issues. Uh, they, you know, where there's some, it seemed like there, there may have been some troubles, but they were able to overcome that. And then they went to Wembley. They had that great match with the Young Bucks and, and they've had, they had the great match, as I said earlier, with Jay White and with Juice. Uh, just tons of great matches, man. I feel like every time I've watched a match of theirs, they go out there and they leave it all in the ring and they bust their ass. So, yeah, uh, FTR is my tag team of the year. Yeah, I think the best tag team of the year was them versus Bullet Club Gold. They had that two out of three falls match, which I think it almost went an hour or something like yes. that. I mean, it was it was an unbelievable. And it's on free TV. I think it was yeah. on Collision. Uh, yeah. They had one of the best tag team matches you're ever going to see. And just that, and that's piggybacking off of the matches that they had against the briscoes as we said last year they had a great match at wembley with the young bucks i mean they've they've cracked that pantheon i think matt of one of the greatest tag teams of all time i mean yeah they, they've had a very special year without a doubt no yeah, I, I think it's i mean what's your opinion you're mr tag team here would you say they've cracked that top 10 tag teams of all time uh, yeah i mean they're, they're definitely i mean they're cementing their legacy as they go and and this year did a uh a, a great assist in cementing that legacy. Coach Rosie wants to give a shout out to Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. <laughs> there you go. WWE. They were very entertaining. They just dropped the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Yes, and Matt Cardona is no longer one half of one half of the women's. Tag team. <laughs> he always pops me with those tweets. I was going to put Indie Star of the Year, but I knew you were just going to go with Matt Cardona anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> he, he's amazing, man. And I know we had him on the podcast this year, and you should really go out of your way to check that out yeah. in our archive if you haven't. But uh, one hell of a year for him, and just even reinventing, adding Steph Delander to his act. Uh, Got to give him his flowers as an honorable mention, even so, right? Certainly do, yeah making a lot of money too he said he's making more money on the indies right now than he ever did in wwe isn't that wild i mean i mean it is wild there's there's a lot of different ways you can make money now if, if you know if you don't have any constraints and, and you don't have any parameters that are holding you back so good for you you got to bust your ass and you got to work really hard to survive outside of alexandria but you can I'm I'm with you, man. I think FTR was probably the best tag team of the year. You got to give a major shout out to Better Than You, baby, because that was a team that had no business being as good as they ended up being, and they ended up making some magic in their matches together. And that's just a huge credit to the talents of MJF and Adam Cole, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, seeing them back together, of course. Uh, the, the Lucha Brothers are always going to be a fantastic tag team that you know, we're going to deliver big on the biggest stage. So uh, big shout outs to all of them, but I'm, I'm probably with you. I think FTR was the premier tag team in pro wrestling this year. Mm -hmm. Let's continue. Let's go to the heel of the year. Lots of good contenders, lots of great heels in pro wrestling right now. Give us some of your nominees, Matt. Mm, best heel in wrestling. Well, before I know, I thought MJF was the best heel, but now he's really uh, changed his way and evolved into a a, a great babyface. Obviously, um, a heel that stands out is, is Christian Cage. I think he's doing some some really really tremendous stuff right now. Uh, That's what Rosie just said, he says his nominee is Christian, and 
I still think I still think Roman is doing great stuff. Is a hill big fan of uh, everything Roman's doing with the Bloodlines, even even though he's not even on TV. You know, as a full time TV person right now, uh, I really enjoy his stuff. I'm sure there's some others, but those are the the top few that pop off the top of my head. How about you, John? Okay, okay, that's fair. Let's see. Obviously, Christian Cage, as I said, is certainly up there as a top heel. Uh, Tony Storm is up there as a top heel right now in wrestling, even though she's like bordering tweener because just people mm -hmm. are just go into her act. Yeah. But she she is a heel at the end of the day. Uh, Rhea Ripley is yeah. one of the best heels in pro wrestling. Dom Mysterio is one of the uh, best. Dom, yeah, good shout out. Dom. Dom's good. And, you know, even if you don't think Dom himself is doing because there's a lot of wrestling fans who watch dom and they're like he's not really doing anything he's just existing and people hate him and right. sometimes that's half the battle right you got to have that punchable face and you just have to own that yeah. uh, i'd say that they're up there um i'd say swerve is up there as one of the best heels even though he's gonna start probably heading for the baby face role uh, samoa joe had a fantastic heel run this year one that yeah. comes immediately to mind for me as well is Gunther, who you know I'm huge on yeah. Gunther and historic run for him. Roman Reigns, as you said, lots of top heels to pick from. Who is your number one? Uh, once again, there's someone who's head and shoulders above everyone else, and uh, I know you're going to say it as well. But Christian Cage, yeah, <laughs> that is my that is my pick. When you said you talk about him later, I said I'll be talking about him later as well. <laughs> uh, it's just what what he's done has been so special. Uh, his commitment, uh, just the his, his promos, his his uh, demeanor, uh, the arrogance, the way he speaks, the delusion. I mean, he has just really tied everything up into one beautiful hill package. Yeah, man, it's it's really hard to argue with it, isn't it? And there, I just yeah. rattled off all these amazing heels, but yeah, it's really but, I mean, with him. There is no question, you know, that that he 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 has absolutely released any fear of being looked at as an asshole and and people go like this guy's a real asshole you know what i mean well you get a nice blue dot on that face it's not hard to to uh, see why they wouldn't think that yeah man he, I, he he's relinqu he's relinquished his fear of being an asshole and uh and god bless him for it he's killing it he's definitely right there i I probably have a hard time picking between him and Gunther because I, I think very highly of Gunther. But yes. I would go with Christian because Gunther, even though he's a heel, he's one of those rational heels mm -hmm. where everything kind of makes sense behind his actions. Right. And the heat the heat that he generates comes from you wanting to see people beat him. Right. Like Miz just had maybe the best match of his career this week ever against Gunther because everyone was wanting to see the Miz beat him. Right. Whereas Christian, you're just like, this guy is the biggest dick I've ever seen. And that's the true yeah. heel heat for me. So I will agree with you and go with Christian and give him his flowers for having maybe the best calendar year. Uh, of his career at 50 years old. And let's let's break the kayfabe down, Matt. I mean, as your friend and someone who you've been so close to for 25 years now, to see him having this level of success, how meaningful is that for you? I mean, extremely meaningful. And, and it's even, 
more impressive because, you know, he didn't think he was going to get this opportunity. And, and now he was given a reprieve. He was given a second chance from his, his terrible injuries to come do this again, and he is absolutely killing it. So, yes, I am extremely ecstatic for him. Rosie says Gunther's not hooking up with someone's mom like Christian. That's it's <laughs> a good point too. And certainly and something else I think. I think Gunther has such great quality matches that he often does things in the ring in his wrestling that just make people cheer because he's so good at what he does. I think Christian goes out of his way not to do stuff mm. that would make people cheer. And and that's like one of the things that a lot of heels are missing in this day and age of pro wrestling. Yeah. So it's, it's that deliberate attempt to get heat in how you and also, go about Also to be very cognizant that you're not giving the crowd something they want to cheer for. I mean, even to the point, as we talked about earlier this year, when he, for the first time, wore the turtleneck yeah. as, as his wrestling gear. Just something small right. like that right. is a heat magnet. It's a heat generator. Yes. Yeah. I'm with you. That's... That's interesting. Let's let's dive into Gunther here real quick because I've never had a long conversation about him with you. I know you're not sitting there watching all his matches every week, but you're no doubt familiar as someone who keeps his fingers on the tab of things. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, what do you think about him as as a performer and as as a wrestler? Uh, I know he's beloved by the uh, hardcore wrestling fans for sure. Um, I mean, I, I don't I don't know him well. I've met him just in passing. I uh, never worked with him, never worked around him. Uh, but I, I do know he's doing good stuff. When I've watched, watched his work, I mean, it's very, very solid. And I, and I see why people like him so much. He's uh, very believable. He works very snug. Uh, and, and and you believe what he's doing, that he's out there massacring people to retain that title. And he's had this historic run. And, and I think he's been booked very well, too. Yeah. I'm going to get more into him in a little bit. But uh, it's there are times where it is hard to boo him because he's just so good at what he does. Yeah, that's the exact point I was making with, especially with hardcore wrestling fans. And, but even casual fans, man, I mean, he gets amazing yeah. reactions from them, but it's a similar concept to Will Ospreay. Like Will Ospreay for all intents and purposes is a heel, right? But yeah. you're never going to watch Will Ospreay and be like, man, right. what a heel because he's right. just so mind blowing in what he's capable of doing. Osprey, someone we'll be talking about in a few minutes here as well. I would have to imagine, Matt, as right. we continue here. Uh, so let's go from heel wrestler of the year to babyface wrestler of the year. Who is the best babyface in wrestling this year? Well, there were a bunch of babyfaces. I mean, it, it's uh, it's unthinkable almost that MJF, you know, became such a beloved <laughs> during his time here. So what? What? Hats off, you know, hats off to MJF for for doing such great work. Um, uh, I still, I'm a, I'm a fan of what Hangman Adam Page is doing right now. Actually, I thought the stuff that he did with Swerve, I, I still think that made him a great babyface in many, many ways. I think uh, you got to have Jimmy Uso in that conversation. I mean, sorry, you got to have Jay Uso in that conversation. Uh, you have to have Cody Rhodes in that conversation. Uh, who, who stands out to use the top babyfaces, John? Yeah, I mean, all the names you just said. I mean, Adam Cole made big jumps this year, even though he might be a heel for all we know. Uh, you always have to include Becky Lynch in that because she is just such a fantastic baby face who right. everybody always finds ways to connect with. Um, one of my favorite 
baby faces in wrestling, truthfully, Matt, is Willow Nightingale over in AEW. And I wish we saw right. more of her because I think Willow yeah. Nightingale is the type of baby face. She, she's very similar to, for me at least, very similar to NXT Bailey. You know, right. and, and, and I think there's a missed opportunity going on right now in AEW to really build a strong baby face female character that fans of all different backgrounds can really buy into and associate with. And I think Willow is one of those people that garners that kind of reaction every single time that she is out there wrestling. So she does. She and I, I know you're a big advocate for Willow, too, but she, she really does have a very unique uh, bond with wrestling fans. And you, yeah. you can feel that she's out there. she has a very special chemistry with fans. Of course. Look, I'm hoping next year we can put Daniel Garcia on this list, you know, because I think Daniel Garcia is on his way to becoming a fantastic babyface. And I hope that he does elevate himself into that direction. Um, Sami Zayn is up there just yeah, for Sammy Zayn. what he was able to do this year. Seth Rollins had a nice babyface turn this year. There, there's a lot of great babyfaces in wrestling right now. And right. that's huge, man. That is so big because the baby faces are the ones who are truthfully at the end of the day selling tickets. And they are the ones that the crowds want to come to see. They want to come to cheer for and they want to root for. Orange Cassidy, the orange taker, is one of the, the best baby faces yep. in wrestling. Um, so Brian Danielson, even though he was a heel half of the year, he's one of the best baby faces when he's a baby face. Eddie right. Kingston's one of the best. There's so many great ones. So I just threw a bunch out. Yeah, you named a bunch. Who is the best babyface in wrestling uh this was this was a a tough decision uh without a doubt because there are a lot of people that are you know have a ton of momentum as babyfaces and are doing a great job mjf i mean once again honorable shout out but i think at the end of the day i'm just still gonna go with cody as being the best babyface in wrestling even though he didn't unfortunately win the title at wrestlemania <laughs> he's had an amazing year as a as a top baby face in wb we're gonna get a cody should have won shirt going because that is i love how that's a bit on your podcast but you're absolutely right here's the deal man i if cody Rhodes did not exist it's it's mjf yeah no doubt and Max has just told some unbelievably compelling stories as a baby face this year and he really yeah. deserves so much credit for that absolutely but, but Cody Rhodes is the closest thing WWE has had to John Cena. Yeah, 100%. When you get into that territory, there's just simply no disputing it. Yeah, that's next level. It is next level. And think how long we've been waiting for pro wrestling to create a star like that. Mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes is, is that guy. So I think that you look at it through that prism and there's just not anyone that grows above that and rises above that level. Right. And hopefully 2024 is the year where Cody takes that next step to where he becomes pro wrestling's top guy. Mm -hmm. I, I think we're not that far from that. We'll see. Gun to your head right now, Matt. We are four months away from WrestleMania. Yeah. Will he finish the story? I think so. Uh, I, th <laughs> I, I, I hope so. And um, I was just going to say, too, I, I thought it was really interesting. He had an interaction with CM Punk where CM Punk said he wants to actually be in the, the last match main event of WrestleMania. And he has to he wants to finish his story. So there, there was already a good dynamic for them in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. It's going to be lots of story finishing 
going yeah. on this year. So <laughs> I think there's a scenario where both of them get to finish their story equally mm -hmm. for the record. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Matt, we got a few more here and then we'll wrap things up. We got the match of the year. So many amazing matches in pro wrestling this calendar year across all these different companies. Your company, AEW, produced some of the very best, no doubt about that. But we got a few five-star matches out of WWE. Yeah. Uh, I sent you Dave Meltzer's database where we got all the top matches ranked from this year so you could scroll through that list. What, uh, I, I, I want to hear your. I want to hear your picks first, John. You want to hear some of my picks first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would go with Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay from Wrestle Kingdom earlier mm -hmm. this year. That was like January fourth, and right out of the gate, they gave us a match of the year candidate, which was one of yeah. my favorite matches that I've ever seen, frankly. Yeah. Um, MJF and Brian Danielson from Revolution in their sixty-minute Iron Man match, which I think is the greatest Iron Man match of all time. We got. Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. from Wrestle Dream. We're on the we're on the exact same wavelength, right? Now. Yep. Um, yep. One of my favorite matches this year that I watched was Osprey and Mike Bailey. Mm -hmm. That was fantastic. We mentioned the FTR tag match against Juice Robinson and Jay White from earlier this year. Yes. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos from WrestleMania Night One. Mm -hmm. The Intercontinental Championship match from WrestleMania uh, Night Two. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte from WrestleMania was one of my favorites that we saw this year. Mm -hmm. uh, Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes from NXT No Mercy was one of my favorites. I thought Blood and Guts this year was fantastic. I could go on and on and on just about all these different matches yeah. that we saw this year, Matt Hardy. There, there really were so many. I mean, remember earlier this year when everyone was talking about Iho Del Vikingo versus Kenny Omega? I mean, it seems like that was five years ago, but that yeah. was... It does. That was earlier this year, believe it or not. Uh, man, there are just so many amazing matches. So, which one stands above all the rest for you? Uh, it's funny. My top three are the first three that you said. And that's okay. so funny because we, we didn't even, you know, no. we didn't coordinate on that at all or even talk about it. You just kind of sent me the list and I kind of, I had those in mind, but I, you know, I glared over it and, and just saw what I was going on, seeing if there's anything I'd forgotten about. I think my favorite match of the year overall was the uh, the Daniel Bryan MJF Iron Man match because I think that match solidified MJF in his spot that he was a, a great top guy and a great guy to, to lead AW as the champion going forward. And I thought that match was just done amazing from a storytelling perspective too. I thought it told such a great story, and, and it is. It is one of the greatest Iron Man matches of all, all time, if not the greatest. I agree with you on that. I uh, I, do, I do think uh, the Kenny Omega Will Ospreay uh, Will Ospreay match at uh, Wrestle Kingdom was incredible. I, I love that. Big fan of both those guys. And I also thought the uh, the match that the Daniel Bryan had with Zack Saber Jr. was just so different and so unique and like such a a, a differently wrestled contest mm -hmm. than you see anywhere else. And that made it stand out head and shoulders above. A lot of stuff. I love that he's so embedded in your brain as Daniel Bryan. That's so funny because you're okay. not alone. There's so Brian, many. Brian Danielson. Yeah, There's so right. many people, though, who still just call him Daniel Bryan. He really is. It's just, just yeah. how he is. And it's so funny. You, know you know what I think makes it even harder? Because it's still like he has the same name. You just like switch. Right, 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 right. It's yeah. just so easy to say like Daniel Bryan as opposed sure. to like Brian Danielson. <laughs> but Brian Danielson is the guy. Yeah. 
I mean, my favorite wrestler of all time is Hardy Matthewson. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, man, I mean, it's a great pick. It's a great pick. I think my favorite WWE match of the year was probably the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Usos tag match night one WrestleMania. That was great. I loved the Iron Survivor Challenge match that we just saw in NXT, which I don't know if you've even watched those yet, but I have. But you would love that match concept. Shawn yeah. Michaels came up with it. It's very much like the scrambles that you were in, like the ECW Championship scramble that you're in. But there's a penalty box that you have to go to if you get pinned, and you're like, it's shoot, you're against the clock, so you got to hit your times. Uh, they they did the most amazing last minute and a half sequence of that match that I think I've ever seen in a wrestling match. So uh, big shout outs to all those NXT guys who crushed it there. But my match of the year was MJF and Brian Danielson, the 60 minute Ironman match. You and I are on the same page there. Anytime that you can suspend disbelief and get a stipulation like the Ironman match, where you know there's going to be multiple falls, you can right. get that to work in the way in which they did, where it was so believable. And this was kind of Max's pivot point from heel to babyface. Right after that, we start to see yeah. him turn. Yeah. But Brian Danielson's the freaking goat, right? Like this is the greatest pro wrestler of all time in terms of his abilities in the ring. He's the greatest of all time. Max had always been known as this great promo guy, and if you watched Max for so long, you knew he could wrestle. But this cemented him on a whole nother level to mm -hmm. go an hour with Brian Danielson and then overtime, which they went to. Yes, uh, it it was probably the greatest match of Max's career. And for that to be this climax for him and, and what he would ascend to this year, it is definitely my match of the year. Just <clears throat> you talk about equity. Gave him a whole new level of equity. Yeah, going that, forward. That, that was that was a turning point for Max. Yeah. And I'm really trying to enjoy all Brian Danielson's matches right now because this is he's nearing the end of his full time run. And he's my favorite pro wrestler of all time. And I know I'm not alone. He he is yeah. the greatest pro wrestler of all time, in my opinion. And I think now him having this last run in AW Matt, I mean, you you've seen it, you've watched the Continental Classic. It just seems like he's leaving it all out there, isn't he? I, I mean, yeah, he does. He, you know, he gets, he gets hurt, he gets beat up, but he just keeps going out there and he keeps leaving it all out there. So yeah, he, he, he's definitely special. Okay. I want to get to a few more and then we'll wrap things up here on the extreme life of Matt Hardy. I forgot to write this one down, but I know there's no shortage of options to pick from here. Matt Hardy. I want to talk mm -hmm. about who was the best promo of the year. There's so many amazing talkers in pro wrestling. There's Eddie Kingston. There's Brian Danielson. Um, I think Daniel Garcia's promos have stepped up to the next level this year just to, to throw him some love. You know, Chris Jericho is always going to be up there. Sami Zayn, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, CM Punk, Paul Heyman. There are so many unbelievable promos in professional wrestling. Uh, do any others come to mind when I say that to you? Christian Cage, obviously, as well. I was going to say he comes to mind. He's he's right there at the at the beginning, too, because like he he's just – He's so good at, at remaining a hill and, and 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 releasing the words and the actions and the mannerisms and the facial reactions that, that keep him a hill. So I think Becky, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch yeah. is up there as one of the best promos in wrestling. She could sell uh, she could tell sell a, a shoe to a Nike factory, you know. It's I mean, she's just that good at what she does. 
Right. Who stands out as the best promo wrestling in 2023 for you? I, I mean, right off the top of my head, and once again, I haven't thought about this. I, I would just say it, it's MJF and Christian Gage and what they've done. I think MJF has uh, just done amazing, an amazing job at remaining the same character. You know, the, that whole catchphrase of like, he's our scumbag is, is just fantastic. And, you know, he's retained the same qualities that made him such a despicable heel, mm-hmm. but now he has revealed this other layer. And, and he, the way he talks, the talk he does it in the exact right way and he, he's he's a great promo and then christian the way he talks the talk he keeps him in that same hated despised hill role that he should be in so those are my two i love those picks i'm gonna go a little outside the box this year because i want to because i think he has finally been allowed to be himself again and when he's himself he is hands down one of the greatest pro wrestlers in the industry and speakers and that is Sami Zayn. i think mm-hmm. Sami Zayn's promos are some of the most believable that you're ever going to see and I want to give him a lot of love for that because he he makes you connect with him in a very special way when you watch his promo work. And he deserves his flowers because for so long, Sammy was not allowed to be Sammy Zayn. Right. Now he is again. And that's always a very special thing. Uh, let's go to the AEW Wrestler of the Year, Matt. Man. Boy, MJF, Swerve, Adam Cole, Christian, Adam Copeland, Samoa Joe, Tony Storm. The list goes on and on. Matt Hardy, <laughs> you got to <laughs> throw everyone up there. What, what's I, coming to your mind? I have my pick. I want to hear yours first. I mean, Orange Cassidy is right up there. John Moxley is right up there. I... You know that I want to give it to Orange Cassidy because I, I just think Orange Cassidy is the greatest freaking pro wrestler on the planet. Um, I, I, I don't hate that, John. I mean, you know, I could put Orange Cassidy in any situation and know that he's going to swim rather than sink. Uh, Brian Danielson is up there for the injuries that he sustained. But when I think of AEW in 2023, mm-hmm. I think of Maxwell Jacob Friedman. That mm-hmm. is the guy for me. He has been, pardon me, he has been the main character of AWTV for the entire calendar year. You know, Swerve is starting to get up there. Daniel Garcia's climbing, but it's Maxwell, Jacob Friedman for me. What say you? Uh, we're so much on the same page here again. <laughs> I, I, I would say MJF is the, is the number one wrestler of the year, but I would say he's 1A. And I think 1B is Orange Cassidy. I think he's deserving because I think he's had an incredible year full of incredible matches, and he's had incredible character growth as well. And I think we've really seen him go from being someone who started as a, a fun comedy character that was a very niche performer into becoming someone who is now legitimately becoming a solid draw and a solid act on AEW that's going to be like a money player. Yeah. You don't have to convince me of that, man. I think he is just absolutely amazing, and I never get tired of watching his matches. I love doing breakdowns of his matches for my tape study show that I do on WrestlingAcquainalba.com. I love watching Orange Cassidy matches because there's so much you learn about wrestling when you watch him if you're really paying attention. Mm -hmm. And as you know, if you pay attention, there's no greater reward than when they acknowledge that. So he is truly one of the best out there, but it's Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He's, He's the main character, and for good reason. Matt Hardy, he, he certainly is. I hate that Adam Cole has had the injuries that he's had because he was well on his way to having a wrestler of the year caliber year for AEW. But yeah, that's just it is what it is. What about on the WWE side of things? You know, Roman Reigns is there. You know, Cody's there. You know, LA Knight's there. There are 
so many names. Seth Rollins comes to mind. Seth Rollins. Um, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. So who is uh, who's your WWE wrestler of the year? Once again, much like you said, how Max was the central figure that carried the load as being the main character on AEW television. I still think the WWE wrestler of the year this year was Roman Reigns. I think he was the main character. Really? Even, yeah. Interesting. Even though he wasn't a uh, a full time performer and he's been gone, he's just still he he remains a staple on their television program, being talked about, whatever. They're saying, oh, he's coming back in two weeks or three weeks, whatever. And I still think that even though he didn't wrestle the amount of matches that maybe he should have for a champion, whatever it may, may have been, I still think he's the guy that's like carrying the program right now. I'm doing some quick math here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Roman Reigns had seven WWE TV matches this year. You, you you think that's okay? I'm genuinely asking. You think that's okay, and you're still the pro wrestler of the year for the company? I mean, every time his segment is in the ring, do do people tune in? I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, is is he an attraction? You know, I mean, I just I think it's it's one of those things where he just he he is. I mean, I get it if we're talking about like work rate or specifically who is the greatest wrestler who has produced the greatest matches, whatever. I'm just talking about the most central. An, an important WWE performer in the company. When we say WWE, I wrestling. get that. I get that. I get that. Much, much like that's why I go with MJF as well. Comes down to two for me. Comes down to Seth Rollins and Gunner for mm -hmm. WWE, and I'm gonna go with Gunther. I think okay. Gunther had one of the best years of anyone in pro wrestling, and for him to have the historic Intercontinental Championship reign, and you know, like. On one hand, he's everything that you would think a WWE wrestler would be. And then on the other, he totally shatters the glass ceiling on it. And that's what makes him such a unique guy. How many times, Matt Hardy, has WWE given TV time to someone who is just known as a ring general, just a workhorse? That it just doesn't really happen, right? No. Uh, I mean, uh, and a lot of times that would sometimes work against you, I feel like, in the past. If that's just, if you're not like some large in life personality you know super charismatic talk or whatever you're just a, a ring general that's fantastic in the ring that wasn't always a positive thing but his presence is massive and just oh, even yeah. the entrance yeah. with him standing with his arms behind his back and the big coat it's right. it's larger than life and for that reason i'm going to give him my wwe wrestler there there were a lot of people that you could say becky lynch or ripley damian priest cody obviously but for me, it was, in fact, Gunther. Okay. We got three more to get to, Matt. We got the men's wrestler of the year, the women's wrestler of the year, and then the overall pro wrestler of the year. And then we'll sign off here on the extreme life of Matt Hardy. This has been really fun. I love picking your brain and talking about the year that was. Let's go over to the uh, men's wrestler of the year, Matt Hardy. Across all platforms, all companies, the indies as well. I'd love to hear who are some of your nominees and names that come to mind. Uh, there, there are a bunch of guys that had great years, as we've said ad nauseum all throughout the show, you know, that have been really good. Uh, I, I have three names and they've kind of worked in different places, but these, these are my three top wrestlers. When you just talk about actual wrestling and, and the content they're producing week in and week out in the wrestler and how often and regularly they wrestle. And that would be Seth Rollins, WWE, Kenny Omega at AAW, and then Will Ospreay. Now okay. that he's. Especially with the stuff he did in New Japan and just all over the industry this year. Okay. 
Okay. I, I respect those options. Yeah. I mean, Gunther, Rollins, Osprey, Kenny. It's tough for me because you know I think Kenny's one of the greatest to ever do it, and he had some fantastic matches this year. Yeah, just the two Osprey matches and MJF and V Kingo. Those four matches alone are some of the best matches of the year that you're going to see. But he spent a lot of the year beat up, and you know, did a lot of trios actions for him at the beginning of the year. So it's a little harder for me to put him in that category this particular year. I can understand that too. Um, speedball Mike Bailey, someone I'm immensely high on every time I watch him, blows me away. Uh, Iho Del Vikingo, Will Ospreay, Carmelo Hayes, Ilya Dragunov, some of the best out there. There are just so many amazing talents. And obviously MJF. MJF has to be in that conversation. He has to be. He was one of the most compelling pro wrestlers of the year. But if I'm strictly going on the pure talent of what they brought to the table as a pro wrestler and the diversity in which they exuded in their matches. I'm going with Will Ospreay for this year, for 2023. What say you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. He, <laughs> I'm here for it. He was one of my guys. Yeah. So is that, is Osprey your number one? Is he? Yeah. I mean, th those are the three that, that come to my mind and I, and I okay. almost feel like, I feel like Seth Rollins had a real great year. He did. You know, and I, I feel like Osprey had a great year. I, I'll say I'll, I'll give those guys a tie. Okay. They're my two. They're my one. Okay, we got the women's wrestler of the year. Some people that come to mind for me, Matt, Rhea Ripley, mm -hmm. Charlotte Flair. Who, by the way, best wishes to Charlotte. Just suffered a devastating knee injury that's probably going to keep her on the shelf for nine to twelve months. It's just brutal, man. I mean, you've been there before, you know. 100%. Also, too, I just wanted to shout out Kenny Omega and say best best wishes to him, too, as he gets better. Yeah, you've you've certainly been there. We know that on the diverticulitis stage. Um, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Tiffany Stratton in NXT. On the other side of the equation, you've got Athena, who had an unbelievable year in Ring of Honor. You've got timeless Tony Storm. Anyone else stick out? Th those are the first two that that pop in my mind. Athena, who did have an incredible, incredible year in ROH, uh, and once again, timeless Tony Storm. Her evolution into this character and the the black and white. I just I, I love it all so much. You know, that's right up my alley as it is anyway. So I, I dig the stuff she's been doing. I dig the way people have uh, generally been just so into her gig and what and what she's doing. Uh, on the other side, there is Rhea Ripley, who I thought had an amazing year because not only did she become the champion, but she joined Judgment Day and, and became a big deal and continued to elevate herself through this thing with Dominic Mysterio. Uh, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, they're always going to be in there while they're, they're, you know, they're, they're in here doing their thing. They're always great. Um, but, John, I think – the female that stands out to me more than anybody else in the year 2023, my pick would be Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Okay. Showing some love to Rhea. What made her above all else in your opinion? I, I, I just, I, I think it was a very special year for her, especially yeah. winning the championship, the elevation with the judgment day and just the stuff she's done with Dom has just really kept her in, in everyone's main. Yeah. Program. 
I mean, she had a legitimate like five star caliber match at WrestleMania, which is amazing in and of itself. But then you look at how she has become one of the main characters of WWE TV, where it's not just women's segments she's in. She's in all these men's segments and she is stealing the show in every single one of them. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. I think the one knock you can have on her is that she hasn't wrestled a ton in 2023. She did have an injury at one point too, but commanding attention. There's really no denying uh, right. what she did. You know, Becky Lynch deserves a lot of flowers for the NXT championship run that she had. And she put a lot of people over and mm -hmm. gave them some shine, some TNA wrestlers too. Deanna Parazzo and Jordan Grace had great years. Uh, great seeing Trinity break out in TNA too and get her opportunity. I, I think on the AEW side of things, I'm probably going with Athena because I thought Athena match caliber wise had the best year of anyone in uh, the women's division in wrestling. But I'm with you, man. Rhea Ripley is certainly my women's wrestler of the year for 2023. Mm -hmm. And you're right. The Dom stuff. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby says he wants Rebel back on his TV. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'm a big rebel fan. I like rebel. She's, she's a, she's a hoot. <laughs> big part of the ad free shows family as well. So go check her out. All right, Matt, we've reached it. We are at the last award. This is the pro wrestler of the year for 2023. We've talked about our AW pro wrestlers of the year, our WWE, our men's, our women's. I don't care if they're repeats of those. I don't care if there's someone you think superseded that there are so many great options. And I've really enjoyed looking through all these picks with you. Who was, your top pro wrestler of the year for all of 2023, whether it's in the ring, as a character, as a presence, whatever they are. Uh, my pro wrestler of the year for 2023 is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Why Max? I, I just, I, once again, just a, a breakthrough year for him where he, he became legitimately AEW's top guy. He became the face of AEW. Uh, he started out as a heel and he had this incredible transition to a babyface. The whole story with Adam Cole just unexpectedly became the hottest thing on AEW programming. And they were so good as a tag team together, a tag team together, you know, better than you, baby. Uh, MJF just, he killed it. Every opportunity he was given, as we talked about before, you know, he won the title, uh, the Ironman match with, with Brian Danielson. I was about to say Daniel Bryan again. There you go. Uh, match with Brian Danielson, uh, the tag team with Adam Cole, the, the match he had, the, the Iron Man, the 30-minute Iron Man match he had with Adam Cole. I mean, he just had so many great moments throughout the year, and he had quality matches as well. And on top of that, he's doing some of the greatest character work ever in wrestling. Yeah. It's tough. I look at, like, Max, Cody, Gunther, Rollins, Rhea, Brian Danielson in that top echelon of people that had just amazing blowout years. And I think I'm in agreement with you. I think it's Max. His, his way of calculating buzz around him too. He's just really freaking good at it. He's great at it. And his finger is so on the pulse of what wrestling is today and what it can be. And They've had some bad breaks with this better than you, baby stuff, but they got it over in a way that nobody would have ever expected them to. Right. And and like you said, he's he's the guy. He is the guy. So many people get long championship runs, Matt, and they don't reach their potential during it. But I think he did. 
and hopefully there's more to come from it. This is great, man. I mean, celebration of wrestling. It was an awesome year in wrestling. It, it really was. It really, really was a very special year, an awesome year. And and the industry is thriving. AEW is playing a huge part in that. Uh, and I believe that, John, for the record. <laughs> I think AEW does play a big part in the resurgence of the, the professional wrestling mm -hmm. industry currently. And look, one, one of my favorite moments of the year that I didn't even mention, your brother returning and being healthy, man. That's, yeah. you, you know, we didn't talk about the biggest comeback story in wrestling. And while the Hardys may not have made the biggest impact in terms of programming, Jeff Hardy being where he is right now in life, being stone cold sober and crushing it with his music and learning to appreciate those smaller things in your day to day. That's an amazing story. And I want to give Jeff his flowers for that. Mm -hmm. Me too. He's crushing I'm very proud of him. He's crushing it. I mean, that's, that's what you celebrate in the holidays. You, you have any fun holiday plans here? Uh, just, just excited to get back, uh, a big weekend. I know I've got a, yeah. a, a big construction project on Saturday for the boys, uh, a special Christmas present coming, which I have volunteered to put together. Okay. Uh, no, it's, it's going to be fun. Christmas is a great time. They're all at a very special age and it's, it's really magical. Bobby wants to know what's on your Christmas list this year. Uh, I just want health, man. I, I just, uh, I want health and I want happiness and I want the people around me to be healthy and happy as well. Love to hear it. Love to hear it, man. It's always a special time of the year. I'm grateful for you. All of our Extreme Life of Matt Hardy fans are grateful for you. And we're wishing everyone out there a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate, Happy Belated Hanukkah, or anything that is important and near and dear to your family's hearts. We want you part of our team. Advertise with Hardy.com. Promote your business to the extreme. Get it out in front of thousands of listeners and viewers every single week right here on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. Advertise with Hardy. Dot com. Anything else you want to throw out there, my friend? No, man. This was fun. Fun fun doing the uh, the Hardy Awards on the yeah. Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. And I'm glad to have all the top guys and top gals here joining us live today. And also uh, everyone who listens to the podcast every single week uh, religiously. Thank you so much. We appreciate you guys supporting our passion of love. we got to get some Hardy Awards made up. Some physical broken Matt, you know, just throwing <laughs> his arms out and the hair out. That'd right. be that. That'd be some good stuff. I'd pay good money for that. Our, our, our version of our Slammy Awards. That's right. And then you'll double fist him going to the ring too, just like Owen did. Right. Uh, next week, we're going to wrap up 2023 with an Ask Matt Anything. So whoever's got questions for Matt, send them to us on our social medias at Matt cool. Hardy Pod and hashtag Ask Matt because we would love to get your questions in to wrap things up in great fashion for 2023. What a year it has been, my friend. A happy mm -hmm. holidays to you and the family, the boys, Thank mama, Thank gothic you. baby. Oh. Yeah. I know you can't wait to see them. So get yeah. on to it, my friend. The words have been spoken. We'll see you next week right here on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. Delete! <laughs>